So, Craig, talk to us about these new devices, uh, the iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, and the iPhone 10. Did all of this go according to plan? Well, for the most part, yes. You know, Apple is particularly slick at these sorts of uh, new product release presentations. They've really got it down to a fine art. But at the same time, they're also very, all very similar now. You know, the, the iPhone, the new iPhone is always the greatest thing since iPhone. The uh, sort of hyperbole, or I like to call it hyperbole, uh, runs totally wild. And, and you have to wonder really how much uh, there is to be terribly excited about, given that phone progress has slowed down a lot. And that's not just for Apple, but across the brands. You know, the kinds of progress we see now compared to the early days of smartphones is incremental, really. And they're not really radical updates. What might be radical, though, is the price. That top-end iPhone 10, uh, or, you know, spelt, written out iPhone X as a Roman numeral, that looks likely to come into South Africa at around 20,000 rand, which would make it the most expensive smartphone on the market. Mm, very expensive indeed. Uh, but when can that uh, South Africans expect it to be to, available in the country? So there's no confirmed release date or confirmed pricing yet. But given that it goes on sale and the rest uh, in, in sort of the US and the UK uh, at the end of September, um, we can probably expect to see it sometime in October. We used to have to wait until closer to Christmas, but we seem to have gained favor with Apple and bumped ourselves up the rankings. And we're now in the sort of second or third wave of releases. So a month or two and they'll show up in the local market for sure. And Craig, if you were to gaze into your crystal ball very briefly, um, is <laughs> this likely to give Samsung, Huawei and others a run for their money? So I think there's really two separate, uh, largely separate battles here. And that's really Android versus Apple. You know, Android is sort of Huawei, Samsung and the rest that you mentioned. And I think there's a lot of competition there uh, to win users over. But Apple users are notoriously very, very loyal. And I'm not sure that, you know, these are the devices that are going to win over uh, Samsung users to say, you know, switch companies. But by the same token, uh, I'm not convinced that the Samsungs are going to win over Apple users. So, you know, I think we may see a lot of sort of consistency here. And, of course, these phones in South Africa in particular uh, actually account for a very, very small percentage of phone penetration because uh, in, because of the crazy fees. What always excites me, though, is that this means, of course, that all of the previous gens, uh, generation handsets get a little cheaper. So, you know, if you have been hankering for an iPhone, you can now pick up a, a 6 or a 7 or a 7 Plus um, for a whole lot less money. And I think let's also remember that those devices are still very good. You know, I'm talking to you here on an iPhone 7 Plus from the last generation, mm-hmm. um, and I won't be rushing to, I won't necessarily be, uh, be rushing to upgrade because it's still in perfectly good order, and somehow, remarkably, uh, I haven't dropped it. So the screen is still <laughs> intact, which is, I think, the biggest challenge with these devices always. I guess so. And of course, unfortunately, we can't talk more about this because uh, one of the features, you know, the, the glass front and back now, uh, also something that some of our listeners are talking about, but a story for another day.